A new world is emerging. It is a new world order. To build back better or whatever. This pandemic has provided an opportunity for a reset. To be ready for pandemic two, I, I call this pandemic one. We've got to get them vaccinated and hopefully they will do it willingly. It's often said that you should never allow a good crisis to go to waste. Pay insufficient attention to the frightening scenario of a comprehensive cyber attack. This is Connect Those Dots. Genetically modified organisms and we're injecting them in little kids' arms. We just shoot them right into the vein. tell you a story. In 2003, I had a patient in my drug-free medical practice who was a head of state. And one day she said, you know, it's almost time for the great culling to begin. The what? That's what I said. The what? She said the great culling, C-U-L-L-I-N-G, when you thin the herd. I said, what are you talking about? She said, it's almost time for the useless eaters to be culled. And she said, those are the people who are consuming our non-renewable natural resources. I said, who are the people who make the this decision? She said, we the aristocrats this person you talk to you're bound because you're a physician and there's, there's the relationship that you can't talk is this person a member of the Bilderbergs? she is not queen beatrice she is not the queen of england she is not henry kissinger but she certainly presented herself as a member of that power elite and she certainly was a head of state hello there dot connectors and welcome to another episode of this humble little podcast. I'm your host, Joe. And on Connect Those Dots, we talk about it all. We talk about COVID and vaccines. We talk about climate change. We talk about transhumanism. We talk about the grooming of the children and the attack on the children. We talk about abortion and we talk about the globalists behind it and the eugenics roots that it all stems from. Now, once you know all these things, you know why they're all going on all at once. And we know why they're all being implemented. We know why they're all being spearheaded. We know why they're all being said by the same people. Same things said by the same people. All these topics that I just named off for you, COVID, vaccines, climate change, abortion, perversion in front of the children, green energy, transitions, and all this stuff. And what do all those things have in common? They're all different topics, but what do they all have in common? Where do they all lead? What is the end game of all of them? Ultimately, less people on the planet, a more manageable amount of humans on the planet, a more manageable amount, a lower population. 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 What do we need so many humans for? And they all sit there and talk about it, 
on stages, in interviews, on TVs, on Zoom webinars. They all talk about it, and we've played you all the clips. But today, I'm going to play you more clips. <laughs> if such a thing was possible. Here we go again. Because it's not just creepy James Bond villain wannabes like Bill Gates. Now, the world today has 6.8 billion people. That's headed up to about 9 billion. Now, if we do a really great job on new vaccines, health care, reproductive health services, we could lower that by perhaps 10 or 15%. And... Albert Borla. I think that uh, it's really a fulfillment of a dream that we had together with my leadership team when we started in 19. Uh, the first week we met in January of 19 in California and to set up the goals for the next five years. And one of them was by 2023, we will reduce the number of people in the world by 50%. I think today this dream is becoming a reality. And Klaus Schwab. I see the need for a great reset. So people assume we are just going back to the good old world which we had and everything will be normal again. This is, uh, let's say, fiction. It will not happen. Yuval Noah Harari. Now, in the past, many tyrants and governments wanted to do it, but nobody understood biology well enough and nobody had enough computing power and data to hack millions of people. Neither the Gestapo nor the KGB could do it. But soon, at least some corporations and governments will be able to systematically hack all the people. We humans should get used to the idea that we are no longer mysterious souls. We are now hackable animals. It's not just those murderous, psychotic freaks that we're all very familiar with now. It's all these people that hobnob around the World Economic Forum and the elite types and the sort of leftist NPC interface. They all love depopulation. They all think depopulation's a great idea. They're all, like, about it. And they don't realize... People... What depopulation is, is mass murder, okay? When people talk about depopulation and there's too many people on the planet, okay, so what's your solution? Mass murder, essentially. Mass culling. The great culling, C-U-L-L-I-N-G, when you thin the herd. Mass removal, mass lessening of the population. You are intervening in the natural way of human procreation. And that's what it's all about, right? That's what it's all about. From the sterilants in the water, turning the frogs gay. But really, <laughs> there are sterilants in the food. In every single processed thing you, 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 you eat at a bodega or at the supermarket that's in a plastic bag or in a plastic container, nine times out of ten, Nine times out of ten, the people don't even read the ingredient list, quite frankly. But nine times out of ten, if you do read the ingredient list, you see it's just full of preservatives and additives that shouldn't be there, and, and soybean oil, and, and, and seed oils, and just, just a list of hard-to-pronounce ingredients that are on a, on a, a hostess muffin. Well, wh why do you think those muffins last so long on the shelves? Because it's fake food. 
And that's what people give their children. En masse in this country. It's disgusting. Buy them a bag of Doritos. They eat the whole bag of Doritos. Little growing child just filling them. And they eat it on a consistent basis. It's all part of eugenics and depopulation. From the attack on the children and sexualizing them. And abo- uh, let's, let's, first, let's first start with abortion when we talk about the children. Because that child in the womb is a child as well. So, first they want to dehumanize the child in the womb so they can chop it up, blend it together inside of the womb, and vacuum it out without any remorse, without any regard, without any mercy or compassion, and make it, make it a triumphant act to women. Bombard the media about abortion and making it a triumphant act to women. But really what it is, is just dehumanizing and, of course, yes, depopulating. Down to zero. Then, if the child makes it out of the womb, okay, if the sterilants don't hit, if the abortion doesn't happen, and if they want to raise the child, if, if couples actually even exist, if people actually want to get married and raise a child, if this happens, okay, then the child gets bombarded in school with propaganda, bombarded in their cartoons with propaganda, bombarded in their everyday life with propaganda, whether it be be afraid of a virus propaganda, whether it be wear your mask propaganda, whether it be take your jab and get and be a superhero propaganda, whether it be the gay LGBTQISI bus plus two spirits propaganda to confuse their sexuality and get them not even wanting to procreate in the first place. Okay, there's that propaganda. And then the, the trans and drag queen story hours and all the books, all the things that libs of TikTok covers. Just if you wanna if you wanna see the chronicles of the the filth that they're targeting children with, just follow libs of TikTok on Instagram at your own peril, okay? Because it's 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 disgraceful. It's disgusting. To do this with children, it's really just disgraceful. It's really just disgraceful. But it, at the heart of it, it is a depopulation tactic. What about the increase in your gas prices? What about the increase in poverty? What about the increase in starvation? What about the supply chain breakdowns? All adding to, as Klaus Fab says, a more angrier world. Uh, because this crisis will be with us until we really have found a remedy. So... Um, we have to prepare for a more angry world. That ultimately leads to, yes, you guessed it, depopulation. And then the climate nonsense. You gotta... So first they convince you that you have a virus and that you're constantly sick with the COVID and the PCR tests and, and the constantly making your life revolve around COVID. Then they convince you that you are the virus on the planet destroying the world through the man-made climate change hoax agenda that we've chronicled multiple times in this show been telling us about it for for like 70 80 years saying that the the island of manhattan was going to be destroyed was going to be underwater by the 90s (laughs) if you don't get a, a carbon qr calorie counter carbon tracker that they all just oh my god if you don't stop driving your car if we don't stop killing the planet through using fossil fuels. It's all just unbelievable. And it's all just leading to get rid of yourself. You're destroying the world. 
There's too many of us. What's the biggest way that they talk about besides fake green energy that's just a cover for their ultimate real goal that they're doing behind the scenes? That the mask that they wear to get all the yuppies and all the and all the libtards on top of it, and, and you know, so they can feel good about themselves screaming about man-made climate change and duct tape themselves to the street so you can stop driving your car. Yeah, this is what these libs do. They in protest they duct tape and super glue themselves to the streets so people can't drive. So that's what they used to brainwash everybody, but it, it's really just it's your fault that you're destroying the planet. It's carbon emissions, right? Carbon emissions. You're a carbon-based life form. They say the carbon footprint is too much. Your carbon footprint. It's a very human term, right? Carbon footprint. And these are the same people that say they care about animal life and, and plant life and, and, the, and the rainforest and the oceans. These are the same people, right? <laughs> you, know what the, you know what everything else is made out of carbon as well. You know those trees... In the forest that you love so much, all those beautiful flowers that you think you love so much, they're made of carbon as well. The the hated, demonized carbon. All those animals that you're, oh, you're a vegan? I'm a vegan. I don't eat animal products. Well, you know they're made of carbon as well, right? Douche. Oh my gosh, so trendy. Uh, uh, uh. Just like those babies that you demonize in the womb. Yeah, I don't eat animal products, but we'll abort as many babies as we can for women's rights. Yeah. Would you guys get an abortion again? Yes. 100%. 100 times. I'd do it multiple times. So this is the level of deception that the globalists get away with on all these different fronts to mind meld all of their brainwashed minions into a single way of thinking. It's kind of like, uh, like Star Trek with the Borg. Like there's no refusal. There's no. There's no. There's no way to reason with them. There's no room for independent thought or disagreement of any kind. It's just we are the Borg. You will be assimilated. Resistance is futile. We are the Borg. You will be assimilated. Resistance is futile. They've locked onto us with a tractor beam. Borg vessel. This is Captain Janeway of the Starship Voyager. I want to negotiate. Negotiation is irrelevant. You will be assimilated. That's what the globalist leftist propaganda is like. It's, it's literally like the Borg. It's like a hive mind. You know? And we, 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 we've spoken about the, the NPC antennas and the signals that go out to the NPCs through whatever they watch, through whatever they see on social media, through whatever celebrity or artist or what have you that the tiktoker that they listen to you know it's all one message it's all the borg they're all assimilated they're all one mind they're all singularity like uh like michukaku says when he talks about you're gonna become a god and you're gonna be assimilated into the singularity so when the singularity arrives we will be in control by merging with machines, we will enter a new age of superhuman existence. That in the post-human era, we become homo superior. We become a new species. We're talking about humanity becoming like the gods. What do you think? They already are. They don't need AI. They don't need, they don't need to become cyborgs and upload their consciousness. Their consciousness are already uploaded. 
They're hackable animals. Hackable animals. So the, the, the hackable animals, what I'm trying to say here is that the hackable animals are okay with depopulation. They're okay with mass murder by, by proxy. Since they're okay with experimental injections given out to people en masse, with the pharmaceutical companies not being liable for it, since they're okay with killing a child in the womb, since they're okay with sexualizing the children at a young age and get them thinking about sex and confusing their sexuality at a young age, since they're okay with sacrificing themselves on the altar of climate change and sacrificing you on the altar of climate change, since they're okay with their own control of the, the, the others controlling their own destiny and telling them what to do with their lives, since they're okay with all of these things, by proxy, they are okay with depopulation. Because on all of these fronts, the human experience gets eroded. It gets dehumanized. The dehumanization of all of these initiatives are the sole thing that they have in common. And when you know where they come from, when you know who sends out the signal, when you know where that comes from, the eugenics backgrounds, from Margaret Sanger and Planned Parenthood, from UNESCO and Julian Huxley talking about climate change back in like the 30s, to the Rockefeller Foundation Operation Lockstep documents talking about controlling the entire world societies under a one world government through artificial pandemics and forced injections it's it's all eugenic societies plans coming to fruition but they walk around and scream that they're diverse and diversity and inclusion and that they're gay and that they got pink hair and that they wear scarves and smart guy glasses all the time that that they're not depopulationist eugenics people that they they openly support depopulation but when you try to talk about them as a eugenicist that they, they they call you they dismiss you they call you a conspiracy they don't talk about it i don't know why don't we use the word eugenicist anymore that word has been completely eliminated from the vocabulary everybody out here giggling and laughing about depopulation like the people in the crowd at bill gates's ted talks so let's look at each one of these and see how we can get this down to zero. Uh, probably one of these numbers is going to have to get pretty near to zero. Uh, that's back from high school algebra. But let's, let's take a look. First, we've got population. Bruh. Like the people in the audience at the Jimmy Kimmel show that applaud when they hear a story about people not getting medical care because they haven't taken the experimental injection. Dr. Fauci said that if hospitals get any more overcrowded, they're going to have to make some very tough choices about who gets an ICU bed. I, that choice doesn't seem so tough to me. Vaccinated person having a heart attack? Yes, come right on in. We'll take care of you. Unvaccinated guy who gobbled horse goo? Rest in peace, Wheezy. You're... That's... And don't worry, I'm going to play you more of those, but understand... Even depopulation, which is the eugenics number one goal, it's been made fashionable, in a sense. Because they just say, oh, there's too many people in the world, we're killing the world through overpopulation, there's too many people in the world, boom, get rid of the people. And they sit there and laugh about it, and I'm gonna play you these clips right now, of these pop culture figures, they sit here, 
and they giggle about depopulation. I'm not sure if you are familiar with a guy named Sad Guru or not. I know he was on the Joe Rogan podcast, and he's got a bunch of, like, sort of, he's got a following on YouTube of motivational speeches and wisdom and things of this nature. But here he is at, over at the World Economic Forum, yucking it up with some dweeb wearing smart guy glasses, and they're just sitting there giggling and having a big old belly laugh about mass murder. So in the session we just attended here at the Economic Forum, I think there was a sense of relief, actually, in your frankness. Um, you brought up some issues that, that others are reluctant to bring trouble. up. That's my trouble. Always. <laughs> All the religious groups are against me because I'm talking about population. They want more souls. I want less on the planet. <laughs> You're a big guy. You're a really funny. You're really funny. Sitting there having a nice little belly laugh about murdering people. And that's supposed to be the enlightened guy. That's supposed to be the, the guy that people go to on YouTube for so-called wisdom. That's supposed to be the leader. All he is is a false prophet leading lambs to the slaughter and making them okay with it. Sad guru. Yeah, he, he, he's certainly sad, all right. Very sad, pathetic guy. Wants less souls on the planet is what he says. Wants less souls and laughs about it. Let's play that again. Let's play it again for you, just so you know. Just so you know who you're dealing with here. So in the session we just attended here at the Economic Forum, I think there was a sense of relief, actually, in your frankness. Um, you brought up some issues that, that others are reluctant to bring up. That's my trouble. Always. <laughs> All the religious groups are against me because I'm talking about population. They want more souls. I want less on the planet. <laughs> so him, him and his little buddy over there wearing the smart guy glasses laughing along with them over the with the World Economic Forum logo, the 666 World Economic Forum logo hanging right above their heads, laughing about mass murder. They think it's cool. They think it's funny. They think it's the right thing to do. They think there's too many people on the world. They want to kill you, all right? They want to kill themselves too, essentially. They want to kill people. They want less people. They want less souls. What about their souls? I guess their souls are already dead, so they want to take others with them. That seems to be the most logical conclusion here for me. But maybe you don't care. Maybe you don't care about Sad Guru. Maybe you never heard of him. Maybe he's completely irrelevant to you. Well, do you know Leonardo DiCaprio? I'm sure you do. I'm sure you're very familiar with Leonardo DiCaprio. He's one of the greatest actors of our time. He starred in several films that I love personally. From The Departed to The Wolf of Wall Street to that, that Revenant movie that I also really liked. Catch Me If You Can. All these movies. Leonardo DiCaprio. Household name for his acting prowess in the Academy. What if I told you... What if I told you... That Leonardo DiCaprio hates your guts. Not true. That's impossible. You love him so much. You think he's the greatest thing on the planet. You think he's so handsome and so charming and so intellectual and such a talent. What if I told you he hates your guts and wants you to die? No! No! 
What if I told you he's boys with Klaus Schwab? Not just boys, but really an underling of Klaus Schwab. Really an, an acolyte of Klaus Schwab. Like, like in a mafia, if Klaus Schwab is the Don, Leonardo DiCaprio is certainly like a, like a capo. He's not just a low-level minion. Like he's, he's right there. Thank you, Professor Klaus Schwab, Hilda Schwab, and the World Economic Forum for this generous award. Your recognition of my work for my foundation and our partners across the globe is a true honor. Bruh. So now here he is talking to the Pope. Yeah, the globalist Pope, the Pope that says we're going to destroy the Earth because of man-made climate change. The same Pope that hosts the World Transhumanism Conferences at the Vatican. Yes, that Pope. Here, here's Leonardo DiCaprio with the Pope saying what the problem is with the world. The main problem that's destroying the world is the humans on it. A book of Hieronymus Bosch's was hanging above my crib as a young boy. My father put it there. And as a child, I didn't quite understand what it all meant. But as it through my child's eyes, it represented our planet, uh, the utopia that we've been given, the overpopulation, excess. And then the third panel, we see a blackened sky that represents so much to me of what's going on in the environmental movement today. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you see how serious he is about that? That's not, that's not Bill Gates. That's not Harari. That's, that's your idol. That's your major fanboy, favorite actor, celebrity person right there. Leonardo DiCaprio, Mr. Golden Boy. And he wants you to stop driving a car and stop having air condition and stop eating meat and eat the bugs and own nothing and have nothing. But he will still be able to fly on his private jets for five minute flights at his leisure. Party on boats with thoughts that are probably like three times younger than him. And I don't care if he does that. He can do that all he wants. God bless him. More power to him. But dude, you know no one's going to listen to you when you do all the things that you do, right? I mean, if you're such a great actor, if you come up with these characters, why don't you method act as the character that you were in The Revenant and live in a cave and, you know, sleep inside of the corpse of a horse or something like that. And, and if you care so much about climate change, if carbon emissions are destroying the earth so much, right? Why don't you method act? Why don't you put those acting talents to use, DiCaprio? Play the character that you were in The Revenant, but just be that in real life. And then maybe I'll listen to you about climate change. Then maybe I'll be like, oh, this dude's actually serious. But now uh, when you talk to the Pope about depopulation... When you uh, ooze and gush over Klaus Schwab over at the World Economic Forum. And then you sit here and tell me about climate change. When your aristocratic ass is on your private yacht in the middle of the ocean. Shut your ass up, man. Shut your ass up and go make a movie. Go make a movie. Or are you just a psycho killer? Are you really just a psycho killer? Are you a psychopath, Leonardo DiCaprio? Just like... The people that you associate yourself with. See, it's hard to tell with some of these celebrities. Do they know about the Great Reset? Do they know about the eugenics depopulation underneath all of these political topics? Do they know about the bigger game being played here? Do they know about the New World Order? 
Do they know about the transhumanism revolution? Do they know about these things? I think Leonardo DiCaprio firmly knows about all of these things. I'm just saying that. I could be wrong. I think Leonardo DiCaprio firmly knows about all of these things. Because of the type of people he, he associates himself with, because of the type of language that he uses, uh, he, he seems very insidious to me. And he's a very firm acolyte of Klaus Schwab. And Klaus Schwab is the Great Reset. So do with that what you want. And he is a method actor, so you know what I mean? He, he can be sly enough to act like he's dumb to it and like he doesn't know what's going on. But I think Leonardo DiCaprio firmly knows about the end game plans of the Great Reset. You sit there with a mass murderer. A mass murderer. Your heart rate is jacked. Your hand, steady. That's one thing I figured out about myself in prison. My hand does not shake. Ever. But unlike Leonardo DiCaprio, we have a character like Bill Maher who's a bit more of an anomaly to me. See, Bill Maher has said a lot of good things in the recent, like, two years, ever since sort of the COVID started going down. Yeah, I know he's an atheist. Yeah, I know he uses all these things, but he's come out as anti-injection mandate and mask mandate. He's come out as uh, against the grooming of children and the hypersexuality out there and the emphasis over emphasis on uh on trans, you know, just being in the psyche of people all the time. He's also anti-censorship and doesn't think people should be uh, censored online and all that stuff. So Bill Maher has said a lot of good things in the past. And I was actually really starting to grow to like Bill Maher. But then recently, he does his show and he does a huge focus on not climate change, not COVID, not but specifically depopulation. Down to zero. On his show, talking about how much he is for the depopulation of humanity. And his audience, it's so dystopian. They sit there and they clap and they cheer and they laugh and they giggle as he talks about mass murder. So see if you can wrap your head around this, honestly, because I really can't. I really can't wrap my head around this phenomenon of TV shows and people on podiums and people on stages in front of large crowds and they say these things that are emblematic of the misfortune of others or the, the complete radicalization of the human society's lifestyle or just flat out, like we're going to hear right now in this Bill Maher clip, just flat out about the mass death of others. And they sit there and they laugh and they hoot and holler. And finally, new rule, the recent report that informed us that in November of this year, the population of the Earth will hit 8 billion is not good news. So he first says that, and it's crickets. You can hear a pin drop because it's like, what? More people on the world? People living? That's not good news. What? The initial human instinct is to want to preserve life. So after he says that, initially everybody's like, what is he talking about? That, that's, that's not good news. How could that not be good news? That's more people. More people are alive. People living, that's a good thing. 
But as he goes on with his bit, it's like the Pied Piper. It's like, it's like hypnotism. They slowly get assimilated to his way of thinking because they don't, they're sitting there with him as this, this god, this guru, right? This anointed speaker that's got the big lights on him. He's at this big desk. They got the camera crew everywhere. He's all mic'd up. The entire audience can hear his voice booming through it. So he's in the position of power. They're going to listen to whatever he says. And those who regard it as such should be treated for TikTok brain. <laughs> right there. He disarms them right there. Did you catch that? He goes, the people that think this is good news should be tested for TikTok brain. <laughs> Just shows how like out of touch he is, honestly. And But then there he goes. He, he disarms the audience right there. If you don't agree with me, you're stupid. So then they begin laughing. Ah, I'm not stupid. I agree with you, Bill Maher. Right there, the hocus pocus takes place right before your eyes. And now he's got them. He's got them on the fishing line. They took the bait. Now he's got them on the fishing line. I'm not stupid. He just calls any other opposing opinion as, quote, TikTok brain being stupid, essentially. Let's go. Let's. I mean, we, we haven't even gotten into the clip yet. It was just literally the first two statements are the hocus pocus. Wow. You just heard mass mind control in real time. That's all it takes, folks. The Secretary General of the United Nations, of all people, said that welcoming our eight billionth person was an occasion to celebrate our diversity. Yes, what a comfort that people of all races will be contributing to an already unsustainable carbon footprint and choking and starving equally. Have you? Okay, so what is the applause about? If, if we're all doomed anyways, and he's just writing us off, we're all going to choke and die and be incinerated and freeze to death at the same time equally. Okay, so what does more people being on the earth have to do with any of that? If we're all going to die... If you've just written us off immediately, Bill Maher, and dumbass audience, who cares if there's more people if we're all just destined to be doomed anyways? So right there, it's like the flaw in the logic. And the carbon footprint. Oh, the carbon footprint. The carbon footprint's been unsustainable to these people for years and years and years. Since we had 3 billion people in the world, since we had 4 billion, since we had 5 billion, it doesn't matter. They've always said that there's too many people in the world. They've always said the carbon footprint is too big. Well, that's not what they've always said. That's a new thing is the carbon footprint. They used to call it global cooling. Then they called it global warming. Then everybody got all confused, so they just called it climate change. It's been a, it's been a silly, paganistic, Aztec folktale just modernized for the 21st century about how you are destroying the planet and we need to collectively sacrifice ourselves. That's the heart of it. And there's Bill Maher, hook, line, and sinker with that one. He might be against sexualization of the kids. He might be against the, the hyper-focus of the trans agenda. He might be um, against mandates. But he's hook, line, and sinker with the climate change. Have you seen what has been happening with the climate in recent years? Did you see England last week? England is pretty far north, but the runways are melting. Our farmland is shrinking due to scorching temperatures and drought. One out of four people on Earth is food insecure, what we used to call hungry. <laughs> There's another one. So the people aren't hungry because of the supply chain breakdown and the 
synthetic shutdowns to everything because of the pandemic, Bill Maher. The runways are melting. I think that may have been a Babylon B headline. <laughs> and even with the runways are melting, he says, England had the hottest summer ever. No, they didn't. They didn't have the hottest summer ever. And then the heat is destroying the crops, just like the heat's killed the cows in the prairie. Dude, it's all BS. He's just reading off to you a bunch of fake headlines from fake globalist-owned organizations. And that's the problem with people like Bill Maher. They'll never get it. They'll never understand that each of these different news organizations, even if you think that they're different, it's all coming from the same hive mind. It's all coming from the Borg. We are Borg. You will be assimilated. It's all coming from that one central signal. Oh my god. And the audience just goes on and, and, and loves it. And applause. Read me the headlines, Bill. Read me the... Tell me how I'm bad. Tell me how I should die. And billions face some form of water scarcity. Water isn't the only thing we're running out of. Clean air, quality soil, rainforests, wetlands, the precious metals that make our phones work. We're even running out of sand. Sand. Okay, so if all these people are dying because of these reasons, isn't that good for you? Don't you want people to die? I don't understand. He's saying we there, we need less people because all these things are killing people. But dude, don't you want less people? Yo, audience, don't you? Isn't your whole premise is that you want less people? So aren't all these stories a good thing to you? They're killing people, aren't they? They're making people's lives worse, aren't they? And you're all about depopulation, right? So okay, it's cutting off the number of people. This is this should be a good thing to you. See, there's no logic even in the argument. We need to kill people because people are killing the planet and we're all going to die. So wh why do you care if you're going to die in the first place? We, oh, we want to control the death. Gotcha. So you're a mass murderer. Gotcha. So you have fantasies of, of killing billions. Gotcha. And killing the lineage of billions, which is trillions more, potentially. It's not just about killing the people. It's about killing the potential, too, folks. But let's get back to this Bill Maher before I digress too much. Which may not seem important, but without it, you can't make concrete or glass, like for windows, so you can look outside and see the world ending. Uh, and... <laughs> All of this is not unrelated to there being ever more people on Earth who tend to use things. Tracy Stone Manning is our director of the Bureau of Land Management, and she said, if there were fewer of us, we would have less impact. We must consume less, and more importantly, we must breed fewer consuming humans. Yes, I thought this was a duh. Did you see that sort of hesitation by the crowd to applaud that? He says, he reads that quote where she says that there should be less humans, and then the audience doesn't know what to make of it. They don't know if they should be aghast about it. They don't know if, should, if they should be offended by it. They don't know if uh, they should be clapping and cheering for it. They're waiting for Bill to tell them how to react. And then he goes, I thought anybody who didn't think this was stupid. And then they go, I'm not stupid, Bill. Ha, 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 ha. It's quite a phenomenon to witness mass mind control. And until, <laughs> until very recently, it was. But now there's a growing movement of people 
more worried about population decline. A growing movement of people that care about the lives of others. A growing movement of people that don't want the decline of the human population. A growing movement of people, he says. He's talking about human nature, natural intrinsic human nature to preserve the species, a growing movement. That's how much they've dehumanized us. That's how much they've caused us to think so less of ourselves. Through all of their propaganda, he considers it a growing movement to want to preserve the species. But Elon Musk says... The biggest problem the world will face in 20 years is population collapse. Oh, come on. Of all the excuses not to wear a condom. <laughs> wear a condom. I'm going to make a condom joke because Elon Musk has kids and I don't. <laughs> <laughs> he says we should celebrate decline, though, and we should celebrate the decline of our population, he says. Decline is what we should be celebrating. And then he plays a clip of Elon saying that decline is the biggest threat to us. Yeah, obviously, decline of the species, not reproducing, dying off, dying more than being alive. Yeah, that's a threat to the species. I would think so. And obviously, yeah, because Elon Musk understands the larger implications here. He knows about the World Economic Forum. He knows about transhumanism. He knows about eugenics. He knows about these freaks like Yuval Harari. He, he, he works with some of them. I know he's worked with Bill Gates in the past, but I'm sure he knows about depopulation and the way he speaks, he, he openly says that he is pro-population, not pro-depopulation. You're either pro-population or you're pro-depopulation. You're either pro-preserving the human race or you're pro-mass murder of the human race. And it looks like Bill Maher and his audience are pro-mass murder. And they don't even realize it. They think they're trendy. Because they've been propagandized to think so little of themselves. And so little of the species. Population collapse? Has he been to Disney World on a Saturday? The only thing that's collapsing is the Dumbo ride under the weight of all those obese eight-year-olds. Why do you think those eight-year-olds are so obese? Why do you think all those people at Disney World are so stupid by your standards, Mr. High and Mighty? Why do you think all those people are so destitute and you look at them with such disgust? They've been chemically attacked and hypnotically attacked through the culture, through the food, through the drugs, through the poisoning of the water and the air. Due to the real man-made climate change, like the stratospheric aerosol injection that they tell you they're so proud of. Older globalist documents, and even the book Brave New World, if you want to read an older globalist document that literally tells you the endgame fruition fantasies of the New World Order, read Brave New World. They talk about through poisoning of the water and the food and the medicinal drugs and years and years of this will decline the physical and cognitive abilities of the species so it's an overtime weakening that has gotten us to this point where we're so fat especially in america where we're so stupid in america 
where we're so blind, where we're so caught up with ourselves, where we're so materialistic. The fact that you hate them all, Bill Maher, and you want them to die, and there's too many of them, and you see them, and you're like, oh my god, look how many of them there are. Look how stupid they are. Look how filthy they are. Look how uneducated they are. Look how fat and gross they are. It's all by design, Bill Maher. And look, you should look at yourself in the mirror. You should look at yourself in the mirror. Because I see a stupid, timid, self-centered, unhealthy scourge of the planet myself when I look at you. But I don't want you to die. I don't think you should be depopulated. But you sit there with your audience. And you guys sit there and talk about mass murder. Like it's the funniest joke you ever heard in your life. Why don't you guys all lead by example? about the population collapsing. I'm worried about the glaciers collapsing and the food chain and the electrical grid. Everything you just said is, is, is false. The glaciers are actually expanding. What is he talking about, the electrical grid? What, he thinks it's going to burn to a crisp because of the sunlight? This guy's completely misinformed. And he sits up there like a god in front of this audience. I'm sorry, I just need to call out literally everything he says because everything he says is, an, is a total lie. Everything he says is built on complete false pretense. Like, the foundation just doesn't exist. So everything he says upon that foundation is, 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 is not real. Because the foundation itself does not exist. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Look, I'm a big Musk fan. But I have no idea what he's talking about when he says, Earth could sustain many times its current population and the ecosystem would be fine. It's not fine now. It's completely fine. There's nothing wrong with it. It's completely fine. The only thing wrong with it is that there's not enough carbon because they've been denuding the carbon through their stratospheric aerosol injection plants. The soil is bad because of all of the, the vapors of those chemicals fall into the soil, fall around us, are particleized. You breathe in those particles, those molecules, those things that they spray into the sky that you see with your own eyes. You breathe that in because it all falls down to here. And then it gets onto the ground, gets into the dirt, gets into the soil, gets into the woods, gets into the forests, gets on to the oceans, into the oceans. That's why. It's not because you drive a car. It's not because you have air conditioning. It's not because you eat meat. It's not because you have electricity. It's not because you take hot showers. Nature World News just reported an unprecedented global extinction crisis with more than a million species expected to die off in the next few decades. The bees are all dying. And the coral reefs. Fish populations in the ocean are collapsing. What the f*** are these people talking about? Just like all the other scare tactics that they've used throughout the years, and I chronicled for you, for at least 70 years, they've been trying to scare us with climate change, telling us that the end of the world is upon us, and it's our fault. 70 years they've been telling us. Now, Bill Maher's Nature World News told me. Nature World News now says it, too. So I gotta believe it, even though they've been wrong for over 70 years. Nature World News, though, told me now. It's stupidity. It's the blind leading the blind. America's population is now about 335 million, and there's a supposedly smart guy named Matthew Iglesias who wrote a book called One Billion Americans, arguing there should be a billion of us. A billion Americans. Insert your own traffic on the 405 joke here. And there they go. They laugh and giggle, laugh and giggle, laugh and giggle. Like lambs in the slaughterhouse laughing and giggling as they see the lambs getting chopped up. 
and knowing that they're next as they laugh and giggle or, th- or, or thinking that they're safe. Is that what they, they think that they're not going to get depopulated? Yo, people in that audience, do you think you're not going to get depopulated? You're going to be the first ones to go because you're all obedient little sheep without your own brains and that you have been completely psychologically manipulated by the mass hypnotism of the globalists, right? And you can't even go to the Bill Maher show. You can't even go into the HBO studios unless you're fully vaccinated. And when they say fully vaccinated, that means you're up to date with the number of injections that they've told you to take. All those people are up to date with their injections. All those people would eat the bugs and they'll be convinced to eat the bugs. Yes. All those people will be convinced to lower their carbon footprint and take the QR code on their phone and have the surveillance under the skin chip that they all got planned for you. Individual carbon footprint tracker. Many of these things will be built directly into our our, our bodies. Surveillance under the skin. And you're gonna be laughing about your own death because the people that you think are saving you, the people you think are keeping you safe and protecting you and have your best interests in mind. Klaus Schwab loves you. Bill Gates loves you. Yuval Noah Harari loves you. Leonardo DiCaprio loves you, Sad Guru loves you, the Pope loves you. All these people that you think love you, they're the ones really laughing as you laugh at your own death. They're the ones that truly think it's funny. They're the ones that are truly laughing. Because they've convinced you to die happy, to smile at your own death. So, they're watching the life go out on you, they're leading you astray. And you're sitting there giggling, thinking that you're the smart one. Thinking that you're the real intellectual. Thinking that you're the aristocrat. When you're the one that's dead already. Already dead, these people. Because what did Sad Guru said? He said, they want more souls on the world, I want less. Well, it's okay, there's not a lot of souls left on this world. Because even though they're not technically dead, even though their heart is still beating and whatever, I guess their brain can still operate them to get out of bed and brush their teeth in the morning, they're not dead, but their soul is dead. Death of the soul is death of the body. And as they kill your souls, they're sitting there laughing their ass off. They want more souls. I want less souls. (laughs) 